It's time to get up and get going, South Coast. It's time for the Tim Weisberg Show on WBSM. Also streaming live on WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. Talk to Tim now at 508-996-0500 or send him a message or a voicemail through the WBSM app. And now, ready to start your day off with a bang. It's Tim Weisberg. Good morning, hour two of the program, and uh, we will take your calls at 508-996-0500. Coming up in the next hour, Jack Spillane of New Bedford Light will be here. We'll be turning on the light. We'll talk about his column where he took a look at three of the incumbents who were reelected in the election earlier this month who had pretty significant dips in their vote totals, or their percentage, I should say. That being counselors at large, Linda Morad and Naomi Carney and Mayor John Mitchell. And Jack took a look at why he thinks that those might have happened. And we'll talk more with him about that and take your calls on that as well. But speaking of phones, there's something that I want to bring up that was going around yesterday. And it's odd that it kind of popped up yesterday because the latest iOS update for iPhones came out back in September, iOS 17. And for those of you who already updated, you might be aware of this feature. Some of you might have gone out and gotten some, you know, Black Friday weekend deals on new phones. And maybe that's why this kind of popped up as people were going out and getting new phones over the weekend. But the feature that is one of the features that's new to iOS 17 is this feature called Name Drop. And what this is designed to do is just like AirDrop, you know, how you can go up and walk up to somebody and you can share a file from one phone to another without having to like send it via email or text or anything like that. You can just send it right to it. Or, you know, what's beneficial for like reporters and stuff is they can AirDrop photos. When they go out to take photos of an event and they do it on their phone, they can walk right back in and AirDrop it up to their to their computer, or maybe that's what you do to download and save and back up all of your personal photos. So there's there's a lot of different ways people use the AirDrop feature. And NameDrop was designed to kind of be the same idea, where if you wanted to give somebody your number, rather than have them open up a new contact, type in your name, type in your number, you can just share your contact with them by holding your phones together. And then they have your number. Now, it doesn't work if you are an existing contact in their phone. They can't update it with new information. But they can just go and quickly delete you as a contact and then name drop you as a new person, as a new contact. But there were a number of law enforcement agencies over the weekend, including uh, quite a few here on the South Coast, that were sharing this post that was going around warning people about how this is a safety concern because name drop is defaulted to on when you download the new iOS 17 or when you buy a phone that's already running it. It is defaulted to on. And this was pushing the idea that people could somehow get your contact info without you giving it to them. That just by being in proximity to your phone, they could get your number 
or any other contact info that you have on your phone. And as we are saying, as, as we are noticing, that's not the case. I mean, I don't have an iPhone personally, so I couldn't like open it up and verify anything. But what I did is I went to the Apple support website and videos and read some other, you know, trusted electronics company articles on it. And as it turns out, it's it's kind of being overblown the way that it works. The, nobody can just walk right up to your phone if you have it on and take your contact info. First of all, your phone has to be unlocked for it to work. So if your phone is in your pocket, nobody can get your contact info. If your phone is out of your pocket and you have it unlocked, and let's just say you are, you know, using it, um, you know, sitting in a, in a chair, sitting on the bench at the mall while everybody's out shopping, holiday shopping. You're just sitting on a bench and you've got your iPhone open and you're using it to browse the internet or watch a video or scroll through Facebook or whatever. Somebody can't just come over with their phone and try to get your contact info through name drop. If they tried to, something would pop up on your screen telling you that they were seeking to interact with you, that they were seeking to connect with you and share this information. And they would have to share their information in order for you to share yours back, I guess, or you know, you would have to decide which information you were going to have shared, but it would give you that option. You can decide what information will be shared. If it'll be your phone number, if it'll be your email, if it'll be everything, whatever. So it is not the huge security concern that some of these viral posts are making it out to be. But if you are concerned about it, it's easy enough to turn off. We have the instructions at WBSM.com and on the app. We have a video in the story, too, that shows you how to do it. But you just go into the phone settings, you go into general, you go into the airdrop settings, and then you switch off bringing devices together. And that will just make it so that you can't touch phones or have them within close proximity to each other and share contact information. Now, I believe from what I've read, if you want to then airdrop something, you do have to turn that option back on to airdrop it, but then you can turn it back off again. If that makes you feel better, if that makes you feel safer, rather than having it defaulted to on. But there is no way somebody's going to come around and just take your contact info off your phone without you knowing if you have that feature enabled. And it just takes a little common sense because why would Apple want to have that happen? Why would Apple want to have a huge security breach with its phones? Why would they want to make it so that people could come and steal your contact info without you knowing? If that started happening, the backlash would be severe. Sales would drop. People would be running to Android or, or Google phone, the Pixel there people would be dropping iPhones. That'd be a huge PR nightmare. So I don't know why anybody would think that they would have something like that even working. So the law enforcement agencies, they were just trying to do, 
you know, what they felt was the helpful thing and share that information. But it just turns out it's a little bit more nuanced than the, the viral post makes it seem. But you may still feel more comfortable by turning it off. You may still decide, hey, I want to have it turned off on my kids' phones. That's up to you. But it's just, it's not as scary as they've made it sound. 508-996-0500. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? All right. How are you? Well, the phone company takes liberties doing that. They don't have even a right to do that. And why do it? You have to actually go into your phone and shut it off. That's stupid. The more technology we have, the more dangerous it gets. Well, there are, I can't wait to see what's next. There's a lot of options that come turned on already that you have to turn off. But I don't think they should have to do that. Are we that lazy? We can't do our own settings. Now we have to go in there and do that now. And what other stuff is probably out there that we don't even know yet? Somebody gets near you and then, and are you that lazy too to not lift your head up from your phone and look around and see who's kind of near you? The whole thing is ridiculous and stupid. Well, I think that, you know, it's kind of, it's not, it's not working the way that you think that it does. So, um, how do you know what I'm thinking? How do you well, the know? Well, way, the way that you just, the way that you've just portrayed it, I should say. Well, and you're trying, and you're agreeing with them by saying it's not that bad. It's bad. It shouldn't be there at all. There's no need of it. If you want friends on your list, you're going to put them in yourself. They're taking liberties, going way ahead of their. They don't have permission to do that. Somebody really should do something about it. And while I have you on the phone, three strange-looking, very tall, black, I have to call them poles. I don't know what they are. They appeared on the waterfront over the weekend. Now, I have a clear view of that waterfront from my window, so I'm familiar with everything that's outside my window. Mm -hmm. And there's three very strange-looking, very tall very tall poles that appeared on the waterfront. And at the very top of each pole, there's a, uh, I could only call it a copper colored cap on top. Now in the morning, I don't see that copper color because the sun's on this side, but when the sun goes to the west side in the afternoon, you can clearly see the copper color of those caps on the top. So it's as you're going to get ready to drive over that bridge, they're right there on the waterfront. I don't know what they are. I see WBM, uh, uh, the post they put on. I've never seen any post about those polls. No, I'll have to so find I'm out what that might be. Oh, I, I don't so know. It's, I was you're, saying it's you'd know. you're saying it's closer to the bridge, so it's not down where they have all the offshore wind components. No, as soon as you're coming, you're at the octopus, and you're going to get ready to go over that bridge. You don't actually make it all the way to the bridge. It's right near. I would have to give an estimation from my window. I mean, I'm I'm not an astronomer, but I don't know what you'd call it. But I can probably judge safely. It's like where the ice house is, somewhere around there. Near, I, it, to me, it's looking like it's coming up out of the water. Coming up out of the water. Very tall black poles. Now, I don't know if they're called poles. But I'm sure somebody listening must see it like I see it. And they appeared strangely. They weren't there Friday because yeah. I'm at my window every morning with my coffee. They appeared over this weekend. So somebody was busy over there. Somebody now, listening might, might know exactly out. what it is. Yeah, I'm, I must have been out because if I was home looking out that window, I would have saw the crane or whatever they used to put those tall things up. I'm sure there was some mechanical stuff over there. 
Mm-hmm. You can't pick that up with your hands, believe me. So if anybody knows, please say something because I'm, I'm wondering about it. Yeah, we'll see what we can find out. And by the way, you sound a lot better. Oh, I am a lot better now. Boy, it was tough going with that. Very rare form of strep throat. It's not the usual strep. And the usual strep is bad enough, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, I I haven't had it in a, in a number of years, but my son would get it frequently when he was younger. It's just, it's it's terrible. Oh, it, it's, it, it was the worst. I, I thought I was going to get, I couldn't breathe. My throat was closing. That's how scared I was. And in the beginning, they gave me the wrong stuff to take, and it didn't work. And then finally, they gave me, I guess, the right stuff. I got better. But I was already, like, kind of far gone. So, And I was suffering it out the first three or four days. So I'm advising people, if you start with that sore throat and a bad headache, you better just go in. Don't even wait because I was far gone. Yeah, there's there's quite a yeah. few different things that are going around. I'm I'm glad that you were able to uh, to get over it. There was I just got a message that says those three poles are attached to a vessel that it's some kind of a ship, so it may be something for, for offshore sure. wind. Wow, that's coming from a ship that tall. You'd have to see it. I could send you a picture. You still got the same email? Uh yes. Yep. Well, I could send you. I took two shots early this morning. Uh, I'll send it. Yeah, we'll see what we can find out. I'm sure somebody listening knows exactly what it's all about and can, can call in and let us know. Well, if that's coming from a ship, then it wouldn't be staying there forever, Ben. I would guess not, no. I thought it was something new, something new that they just put up. And it also explain why you didn't see any equipment because it probably just pulled in when you weren't paying attention. Yeah, that's true. That could be, yeah. Well, all right, getting to the bottom of it. That's all because when I see strange things out my window, I, I don't know. When the ships came in from, where was it, China or something that time? And, the, and uh, they were bringing, when we found out what they were doing here, the WBSM had put up that they had brought so much apple juice here. What for? Like we, we make our own apples. And that ship was there for weeks and weeks, a very long time. And I would still want to know why the real reason that those China ships were in our harbor. I never got the answer to that. Yeah, I don't know. Thank you very much. All right. You have a good day. You and too. Let's go to this call here. Good morning. You're next on WBSM. Hello. Hi, you're on the air. Hi, all right. Uh, answering her question, her large poles that appeared downtown were a offshore wind vessel that must have been refueling or something there. It lifts up on stilts like a dredge vessel. They showed pictures of these vessels when they showed how they were constructing the wind turbines off the coast. The big poles are like stilts that actually go down and lift the vessel up. So the vessel doesn't move while they're installing the platform. Oh, okay. But so that's actually it was something... right at the ice in the fuel depot. They must have been refueling the vessel. Oh, all right. That makes so, total sense. Yeah, they came into the city, refueled, and then probably headed back out. Which is so. something that we know is going to happen. You know, we're going to have increased uh, traffic coming in and looking for fuel as part of this offshore wind development. So that's right. It's the it'll track to the other businesses in the city too. They have to refuel these vessels and things like that. But that's what it was. I saw it too, and I'm curious. I look, and I saw it's an offshore wind vessel must be getting refueled there. So that's what it was. So right. well, conspiracy. Well, thank you. <laughs> All right, thank you very much. All right, you have a good day. Yeah, I don't. No, I don't think there was too much conspiracy there. I think it was just cons- uh, curio- curiosity, and uh, that's the good thing about uh, you know having the radio audience that we have is that if you have a question like that, somebody probably knows the answer. So I can say, yeah, we'll find out. And I could have called and you know tried to figure out after the show was over, but we don't even have to worry about that. 
we can get people who are knowledgeable that can call in and let us know. All right. Well, speaking of letting us know, it's time to let you know about some of our great advertisers. Got to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. Again, uh, we're going to take more of your phone calls coming up after the news at 508-996-0500, as well as your app chat messages and your open line voicemails. If you don't have the WBSM app downloaded already, maybe you got a new device as part of the Black Friday sales that were going on. Maybe you said, ah, I can't wait till it's called Christmas or Hanukkah or what have you because I need my new phone now. And maybe you're already running it and you need to download the WBSM app. You can get it from your app store or get it from wherever you get your apps from. But if you can't find it there, just go to WBSM.com, click on the Listen tab. There's an option there to get the app, and it'll send it right to your phone. So that makes it nice and easy, super easy to download, super easy to use, and uh, very beneficial with all of the great features, and it's all brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing. And that's where you can also get breaking news alerts delivered directly to your phone. So when we have a big story or sometimes even just, you know, a story that we think you will find very interesting, we send out some app alerts for you to check them out and be able to get them sent right to you so you don't have to worry about going and looking for them. And uh, that way there, you know, and you know when things are happening and you know when there is breaking news. So again, brought to you by our friends at South Coast Towing. Now it is time to go, speaking of news, into the newsroom and get all the headlines of the day with Ariel Dorsey. The families of three 20-year-old Palestinian-American men shot in Vermont say they were victims of a hate crime. A suspect was arrested Sunday near the scene of the attack. He's identified as a 48-year-old white male said to have opened fire on the group without saying a word as they walked along a street. Israel reportedly has issues with the list of hostages set for release by Hamas later today. At the same time, the Palestinian militant group also has concerns with the names of prisoners Israel is set to release. Qatari mediators are trying to resolve the issues. Senator Michael Bennett believes there's a broad bipartisan support in the Senate foreign aid package that includes Ukraine, but concedes that support likely isn't there any in the House. Speaking on CBS's Face the Nation, the Colorado Democrat was referring to President Biden's request for a combined $14 billion aid package that combines Ukraine, Israel, Southeast Asia and the U.S.-Mexico border. Memorial services for former First Lady Rosalind Carter are set to begin today. The former First Lady will lie and repose in the lobby of the Jimmy Carter Presidential Library in Atlanta for members of the public to pay their respects. Carter's funeral will be held Wednesday in Plains, Georgia. 
Parts of the country are seeing cold weather as people head home from the Thanksgiving holiday. In the Great Lakes region, below average temps will trigger lake effect snow and travel could be dangerous in parts of the Midwest into the Northeast. Heavy rain is also possible along the Gulf Coast and Mid-Atlantic into New England. It's Cyber Monday and time to look out for those hidden sales. Amazon has some, like a 32-inch high-definition TV for 80 bucks. There are also vacuum cleaners, pillows, AirPods, mattresses, furniture, and plenty of other electronics at huge discounts. In sports, the Patriots' losing streak is up to four games after falling 10-7 to to the New York Giants at MetLife Stadium. Mac Jones started the game under center for the Pats. He completed 12 of 21 for 89 yards and two interceptions before being benched once again. Bailey Zappi completed 9 of 14 for 54 yards and a pick. New England is now last in the AFC East at 2-9 and and will host the Los Angeles Chargers this week. The Celtics bounced back from their recent loss with a 113-103 victory over the Atlantic Hawks in Boston. Jason Tatum led all scorers with 34 points and came within one rebound of recording a double-double. Jalen Brown chipped in with 21 points. Derek White led all players with 11 assists. And Al Harford collected a game-high 15 rebounds. The Celtics are now leading the Atlantic Division and will host the Chicago Bulls for an end-season tournament group play game tomorrow night at TD Garden. The Bruins have dropped back-to-back games, entering tonight's battle against the Blue Jackets. Boston is hoping to bounce back from a disappointing loss to the Rangers at Madison Square Garden. The Bruins are still leading the Atlantic Division with 31 points. Columbus is last in the Metropolitan Division with 16 points. Now let's take a look at your local forecast with ABC6. After all that rain overnight tonight, we should see conditions clearing gradually. Temperatures around 50, dry and blustery. Not ruling out some splash over along the immediate coastline due to the gusty winds. Mostly sunny this afternoon. Breezy and overnight tonight. Temperatures dip into the upper 20s. Cold in the upper 30s with mostly sunny and breezy conditions for tomorrow. Sure to watch ABC6 for my full seven-day forecast. From the ABC6 Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Ceci del Carmen on New Bedford's News Talk Station, 1420 WBSM. I'm Ariel Dorsey for WBSM News. Stay up to date with New Bedford's news talk station, WBSM, and get breaking news alerts with the WBSM app. Welcome back in 508-996-0500. It is Cyber Monday. So if you are online looking for some great deals, which you may very well be, 
Well, don't forget to go to SeizeTheDeal.com because we have a number of great deals up there for you right now. You can get $25, excuse me, $25 in gift certificates to Honeydew Donuts for $12.50. You can get $20 to Sonic for just $10. You can get $20 to Ponchero's Mexican Grill for $10. $50 to the Vault Music Hall and Pub for $25. You can get $50 to Twisted Griddle for just $25. Let's see. Casa Ivy Dominican Cuisine, $50 for $25. La Fruta Loca, $50 for $25. Sorbet Frozen Treats, $30 for $15. We also have $50 in gift certificates to Doe Company for $25. I was there Saturday having some Mozambique potatoes and a uh, uh, the blat for lunch, the bacon, lettuce, avocado, and tomato. Uh, and also, tomorrow, tomorrow morning at 9 a.m., going on sale will be $50 to Inner Bay Cafe and Grill for just $25. So you can check all of those out by going to SeizeTheDeal.com. And when you go there, if it's not already set for New Bedford, just select New Bedford from the choice of markets at the top. Sometimes your phone thinks you're in a different place or your computer thinks you're in a different place based on your browser settings. So you can always select New Bedford if you don't see our local deals there and you'll find a ton of great deals. And remember, you can get as many of those deals as you want, you're just limited to buy two for each one. But you can you can go and get a, a seize a deal for every one of those restaurants that I just mentioned. So check that out. Seize the deal.com. 508-996-0500. If you are dropping your kids off at a cushion at schools and you didn't hear the story, if you didn't hear the news at the top of the hour about it, and you're wondering why you might see an increased police presence on the campus of either the Acushnet Elementary School or the Ford Middle School this morning. It's because there was a bomb threat mailed to the school department over the weekend that law enforcement has determined to be a hoax. But out of an abundance of caution, they are having extra police presence on the campus of each school this morning. The superintendent received an email that was sent in via a contact form on the school department website and then immediately told the police chief and the school resource officer that led to them evacuating the two schools which at the time had custodial staff inside because it was Saturday and uh, also at the elementary school serve pro employees were there doing a deep cleaning so they had everybody evacuate came in, did a sweep with, with bomb-sniffing dogs, the canine unit from the sheriff's department and from the state police. And then once they gave it the all clear, the investigation determined that this was a hoax. And it's one of many hoaxes that have been happening recently. A lot of fake bomb threats, but they have to take everyone seriously. They can't, they can't play it off and say, well, uh, come on, it's Saturday, Thanksgiving break. There's no way this is real. They have to take everything seriously and investigate it fully. And this could have been something as dumb as a, a, a dumb kid thinking, you know, I'm going to get us a five-day Thanksgiving break instead of a four-day. If I send this in, they'll get it Monday morning. They'll cancel school. Or it could be part of something a little bit more nefarious, which is these instances that have been happening that, that they refer to as swatting where it's, a, it's designed to invoke a large law enforcement response. 
Hopefully this isn't more of a situation like that. But it's it happens. And it's been happening quite a bit lately. So if you are dropping off your kids or if your kids come home from school and they talk about seeing more police, and granted, whenever there's an increased police presence, you don't always necessarily see it. But if you're wondering what it's all about, we have the story at WBSM.com and on the WBSM app. But I basically just gave you the, the details there of what went on. Just dumb that people still do those things. And again, I talked earlier this morning about the woman who, and I should say allegedly, because I don't know if she was ever actually convicted, but people knew that it was her that was doing this. She was calling and, and calling in bomb threats and different types of threats to different news outlets and schools and police departments, hospitals. And they had to be, these facilities had to be evacuated because of it. There was a situation at St. Luke's. I don't remember if it was tied into her or not. But there's, I remember they had to um, evacuate New Bedford City Hall. I believe that was tied into her, but uh, don't quote me on that. So this has been something that's been ongoing for years, but it really seems to have increased lately. And it's a shame because it takes important resources away from the real things that are going on and creates unnecessary fear and anxiety. But it's also good to see that the response is taken seriously every time and immediately that the police department and other law enforcement agencies were right on it. The superintendent went right down to the campus and they got everything under control quickly. But still, just absolutely dumb that people are still doing this. And it was something that in the, in, in, you know, back in my day, kids would never think of doing something like this. And it was harder to get caught back then. We didn't have caller ID or, you know, you wouldn't trace these calls. If you had gotten called from a payphone and called in a bomb threat to a school, you probably would have gotten away with it. These days, they're going to be able to easily trace who, who sent that email. They're going to get the IP address of the computer that it came from. Now, the person might have used some sort of VPN and tried to mask it, but there are ways around some of that stuff, too. My guess is that if somebody was that dumb to send in an email bomb threat, they probably didn't take all those precautions, and they're probably going to get caught. And it's probably going to turn out to be a student or something doing something just because they thought it was funny or because they were trying to get out of a test or something. But kids, if that's the case, just just pretend to be sick. Don't, don't call in a bomb threat. Don't email a bomb threat and make everybody else's life difficult. And by the way, if you get caught, they make you pay for the emergency response. They don't make the taxpayers pay for that. They hold you responsible for it. So keep that in mind. 508-996-0500. Let's take a break and be back in a few moments.
welcome back in. That video was like the sports spotlight went national. Bob Lobel sports spotlight uh, with all the sports clips that it had. Oh, sorry, caller. I think I hit the wrong button there. I apologize if you want to try again. 508-996-0500. All right, there we go. My fault. The buttons are kind of close together. All right, uh, let's go to the phones. Oh, nope. It dropped off that time. That wasn't my fault. I think they, uh, think they actually hung up that time. All right. Well, if you want to try again, 508-996-0500. I guess, from what I understand, it does sound a little bit differently when you call in now. I haven't called in myself, so it does sound a little different uh, when you call in and when you're on the air. So let's uh, go to the call. Good morning. You're on WBSM. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? Stop wearing those slacks and stop giving more hugs. Thank you. All right. There you go. Uh, well, also, when I'm looking at this video as it's playing, and I'm seeing kind of some of the sports highlights that they're showing, and it's it's a capsule of the 80s if I ever saw one. I mean, the video starts with Larry Bird leading the Celtics onto the Garden Parquet. There's uh, quite a few Celtics highlights in this video. So if you need a little time capsule moment, there's a good one for you. 508-996-0500 if you want to call in and chime in. Good morning. You're on WBSM. What's shaking, Playboy? How you doing, Lamone? Pretty good. How was your, uh, your, your vacation last week? It was good. How was yours? Oh, it was fast. Fair to Midland. Fair to Midland. So um, I was wondering, did you hear what uh, did you hear what happened? With these two, a vegetarian and a vegan, were the, they were about to jump off the cliff. You know who 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 be the one that would win? Be the first one at the ground. Who would be the first one to land? Who would win? In reality. I, I don't. Win I, I don't know. Society. So that would oh, be good. Oh man. <laughs> you know, got to got to keep the carnivores living and loving. So um. So, uh, are you guys going to have the show live Saturday? I believe so. I was thinking that you might have did it last week, you know, but you didn't say anything about it. No, and we took the weekend off. What did you guys do? Hmm? Uh, you were talking about air, air some of, uh, there was this chick that I was, months ago, I was visiting. Well, I was visiting some friends and I met her and she kept calling the airport. And trying to say that there's a bomb on the plane. She kept me there for, for like she kept me there for four extra days. Oh no! And and so I I had literally I had a had a, a, a drive to Chicago to get a, get another airplane to get on the plane. And she told me the fourth day that was her doing it. Yeah, it's me doing this, sugar. I was like, oh, all right, thanks. And it's like I really wanted to go back home. And so, but yeah, hate to see when she comes to visit me. Whoa. That's all right, though. So what I was thinking, um, so have you decided what, uh, what is your favorite Christmas song, Christmas movie that's out there? Favorite Christmas you know? movie? Yes. Mm, I still think Die Hard's a Christmas movie. It still is. Yes, it is. It's a great movie. And I watch it every year at Christmas time? I, I do, too. But I watched it not that long ago. It wasn't Christmas. But see, the thing about what I like is the miracle on 34th of Thirty Fourth Street. You remember that movie with uh, Natalie? I don't say Natalie Portman. Natalie uh, Woods when she was a little girl, and and uh, and what's her name? Um, Maureen O'Hara. Mm -hmm. it, yeah, that movie right there. It, you know, I was telling you before, and they stopped showing that on television. They used to show it on TBS and uh, 
uh, A&E, and um, also on uh, AMC channels. They don't show it anymore. You have to purchase it through, like, um, I think the Disney Channel or something like that. One of those things you have to uh, be able to be able to watch it. But I happen to have uh, a good copy that I've downloaded, like, um, a year, about two years ago. On my on my channel, uh, the YouTube channel, I could go there and see the the whole movie without any interruptions, and so I think that'd be kind of good to see that. We and can't I'm, promote your pirate uploads, Lamone. It's not pirated, I matey. No, it's not pirated. Heaven forbid. No, it's, it's you know, like for instance, like I own the like uh, the 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 DVDs of uh, the Night Stalker. But I can play that, even though I don't. Oh, I didn't. I could put it up on my my channel and show it like that. Because I own own the I paid money to own the, the DVD. I, I don't. I don't think so. I think that that I think that's limited to a certain number of people. You can have view it. That's but but if I put it up on my channel, they go and look at it as they so wish, right? So how's that wrong? I don't know because I think you're putting it out there to the mass audience as opposed to. You know, if you were showing it in your home and you had, you know, 10 people over, that's okay. If you had 50 people over, now you're getting into the problem where, or if you're charging money for it, then you got a problem where they're going to be looking for their end of it. But I think your but chances, I, I think your chances of getting bagged are pretty low. But I, I think that if I'm not charging you anything, that should be a good thing. But I also, I, that's probably why I only got like three views. I put up on my channel, I put up the cutest toddler in the world. And I put, I put a video up with that. It's, not even about a minute long, and it's adorable. And I've only got like four views on there. I was like, "What the hey?" It was like, you know, well, that's how it goes. You know, the stuff that you think people are gonna care about, they don't necessarily. I gotta hold you there, Lamont, because I gotta take okay. a break. All right, so ask ask the rest of the, the your listening audience who they think is what is their favorite Disney movie. You know, I mean, uh, Halloween uh, we, Christmas movie. It could be like Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. It's a television film. Well, that's yeah, that's it, my favorite TV special for sure. Yeah, I like Rudolph. You know, and I remember when I was a kid, I remember I remember seeing a, a kid named Rudolph, and I was like, do your nose glow? Oh, and he, his, yeah, nose, no. his nose didn't glow. No, and I can I imagine like, it probably didn't. All right, I got to hold you there. I got to take this break. You have a good day. All right, I do have to take a break. We'll be back in just a few moments. Okay, let's go back to the phones, 508-996-0500. You're next on WBSM. Good morning, Tim. How you doing? Really fabulous. It's on your mind. Okay, all my mind is, let's get the elephant out of the room. Jessica made a lot of allegations against you Saturday. Yeah, we're not talking about that. It's unfortunate well, It's unfortunate she wanted to leave that way, but, you know, we wish her the best. She made a lot of allegations against you. Well, we're not talking about it. You got something else you want to contribute today? I see you're a lot more quieter today, though. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, Gilly. Anyway, 508-996-0500. Coming up, we have Jack Spillane in the next hour. We're going to be turning on the light. We're going to be talking about his column, which I think is something that uh, I'm sure Gilly, if he hasn't read it already, will want to check out because he'll find it interesting. It talks about how the three three of the incumbents that were reelected in this month's election had significant drops in their vote totals, their percentages. You had uh, Mayor Mitchell pulling in less than he had pulled in previously. You had, against the same opponent, you had counselor at large Naomi Carney and current council president Linda Morad all pulling in, I guess, I mean, significantly less is a relative term, but when you're talking about you're going up against, in their cases, you know, four other people each, 
or, you know, to get that total percentage, to get that win, and then 10 people overall, a 5 four or 5% difference is a big difference. But as Jack was looking, he was looking more at the trends, the trends that had happened. That's the, uh, the concerning part, I think, if you were them. And he looks back at what it directly may have resulted in. What it might have been the direct result of, I should say. And that being some of the less popular things 